Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Alpha Live's podcast. It's episode number three, and we are back. Myself, Anthony Jordan, Henry Pedet, welcome you to uh, another another episode. And uh, Henry, again, another fabulous episode. A bit of an international twinge to this episode, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, certainly the Alpha Live podcast is uh, is is going continental. Mm. I won't say I won't say going Dutch because we're uh, <laughs> not. Well, at least I, I can't I can't say about you, but I'm certainly uh, not. But yeah, it's a real international flavour. I mean, you know. One of Britain's premier kart racers, one of the mm. very, very, very few professional kart racers, who's currently leading the European Championships. Joe Turney is on, yeah, uh, and as well as Michael Hitchcock from uh, the Swiss Rotax Challenge, which of course Alpha Live are now covering and, and made yeah. their, their their debut covering uh, just recently. Mm, yeah, they have so, indeed. Yeah, so I mean, it'll be it'll be, it'll be a, yeah, real international flavour, and also a world record setting. Mm. Uh, it's, it's a world record attempt of a podcast. Yes, Joe Patterson. Yes. Yeah, Joe Patterson joins us. Mad He's man. absolute madman, but for a good yes. cause. Uh, a madman for a good cause. 24-hour kart race attempt at the British 24-hour held at Teesside in late July. Uh, yeah, he'll be joining us as well. So a, a great concert of uh, drivers joining us today. Uh, we'll head across yes. to our first guest in just a moment. We'll go on to our first guest of the show then, where we're here with Joe Patterson. Joe, firstly, how are you? You're taking part in the British 24-hour attempting a, well, solo world record of the longest distance travelled within 24 hours in a cart. Firstly, are you insane? And secondly, how are you today, though? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I am insane. <laughs> um, but no, uh, all good. Uh, well today, thank you. Uh, just getting fit and ready ready to rock for a few months time for the uh, Guinness World Record attempt. Well, Joe, talk us a little bit about yourself, because obviously for a, a name in karting to attempt something like this, have you got much karting background or much pedigree? Uh, yeah, I've been doing karting since I was oh, about eight or nine. Um, done a little bit, bits and bobs in Super 1. And then um, done, I went over to America uh, to do the American champs out there. I was living out there on and off for two to three years with Jay Howard, who's ex-Indy car driver. Um, done really well out there. Um, but again, we had an offer to do Indy car, uh, Indy pros, Indy car pro, and um, just didn't have the money. Financial side was a bit tight. So we came back here and um, started Easy Car. Went into easy car was a bit something different, and we won the championship three years on the trot there, 2013, 2014, and 2015, and then had to retire because uh, lifestyle change, wedding, marriage, house, kids, and that all changed. So I'm finally getting back into it and doing this mad attempt. Yeah, I think uh, the, the marriage side kids that uh, come into it can always be, uh, yeah, always stops your racing career at a point, but. Completely understandable, of course. But, uh, yeah, nice to be back into the cart and, and running with it as well. Now, um, myself, I think the longest race I've ever done is 90 minutes in a cart. Henry, how long have you actually raced for in a solo attempt? Well, I mean, my my uh, old team uh, did the Le Mans 24-hour pro cart race uh, twice, uh, oof, uh, 2004 and 2008. Uh, now, but, I mean, there was four of us. Uh, in the team there, but I mean, so I mean, I, each stint was about two hours to two and a half hours long. That was enough. To, that was a, a tank of fuel, effectively. But um, yeah, nothing, nothing like what uh, what Joe was attempting to do. <laughs> but um, I, you know, I'm pleased to say, I remember, like, I think I remember commenting once on Joe during his Easy Car career at Buckmore Park, uh, maybe 2014, because uh, of course Easy Car has morphed into uh, what is now the Birrell. AR ACR series, which morphed into no, Daniel Carter Car Car series. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I mean, it's fast, fascinating. I mean, you know, so obviously it's the T side. It's T side, isn't mm. it? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's twenty four hours at T side. How? First of all, what's the what's the existing record? I mean, what do we know? I mean, Joe, I'm assuming you know what you've got to beat. Yeah, well, so I've got a little team around me. Uh, obviously, John, uh, my brother in law. Um, he's, he was my mechanic through my easy cart days. Um, and then I've got my dad, who's the brain box, if you like, working it all out, track length, how, what lap times I've got to do. So we've worked it out 
So basically, the, tra- the, the record is 945.6 miles um, or 1,521 kilometers. And that works out, I've got to do, to break the record, uh, 933, no, 928 laps on my own. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But, but well, I mean, looking um, at the I, results I from... Before, but... I mean, looking at the results from the previous Teesside 24 hours, you know, you, you've got yourself a, a, an idea of, yeah, what rough pace you need to go. I mean, considering that, you know, a, a good lap time is what, 1 minute 15? One minute sixteen, something like that, for a for a for a, a pro a pro car. I think it's like a one nineteen or something. Yeah, it's somewhere around those areas. Oh, I'm sure the lap ref- uh, someone was it Team Tate done the thir- one minute thirteen last oh, year, and I think crikey. the higher carts do an average of one nineteen, one twenty. Right, right. Yeah, because so you've got you've really got to sort of um, factor in the fact that how many carts do the race, uh, DJ? Like so oh, got, got like, like hundreds, eight, eighty, ninety, hundred <laughs> yeah. carts. So you've got traffic yeah, it's, to deal it's, with. it's ridiculous. The, the fatigue to deal with. I mean, what what physical preparations? I mean, obviously there's a, there's a physical side of it, mm. but then there's a mental yeah. side of it as well. Yeah, physical wise, like I say, I've been uh, I've got back into karting this year after six yeah about six years out. Um, and now it's in the in BPEC series, and I'm racing uh, under Adam Nichols awning uh, with uh, Red Racing. Um, with and that's with driver um, Scott. Everyone might know him as Scottish. Um, is, is everyone knows him around the paddock as Scottish, um, which is he's been great. And we're just basically getting as much track time as I can in that, and also getting the race craft back. And we were quite we were quite quick straight away out of the box um, at Glanny Gores at the first round, which I was happy about. Um, it's more my hands, believe it or not. It's it's the aching. Um, I'm starting to bed into it now, but upper body, neck, it's okay. But that's over a course of three hours driving, not 24 hours. I'm pretty sure by the end of 24 hours, um, I'm gonna have to get. I don't know. I always found that yeah, when I was racing endurances, the neck, the neck was fine. The neck, that, that bit's fine. But you, you, you end up gripping the steering wheel far tighter than you need to, and mm-hmm. the, the more tired you get, you know, that the tighter you grip because you're afraid of yeah, sort of like losing grip, um, and what have you. But yeah, that's that's going to be a, a, something that track time will, will will solve. But then it's what happens when it's three a.m. and you've got. <laughs> 70 other like yeah. higher cart bandits around you that that you know you, 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 you're either being overtaken by them and they're, and they're not those drivers aren't doing what like a proper pro cart racer would yes. itself would do um and also the fact that you've got the mental faculties as well you've got to make sure that how are you going to make sure that you're still as sharp to react to yeah other drivers uh, <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's a, a lot of people have, who ha- did know i was doing it before i announced it they just said the hardest part is obviously the night stage uh when it goes on dark floodlights and everything but luckily the industry of the job i'm in i'm lorry driver i do nights so oh, okay yep. that could help uh but at the end of the day you're driving around flat out within reason um it's going to be tiring. We're going to have to work out brakes and stuff like that. But my aim kind of is kind of get out of it, get out early and try and get as high up in and do as much as I can within the first 12 hours. Then we can work out and rest and strategy for, right, you can have an hour break or 45 minute break and then go back out and do it again. So that is, it. that's the aim, aim of the game, hopefully. But I can say this, but it can all change on the day. It can all change because another one you've got to factor in, of course, is the weather as well. If it starts to rain, you're not allowed to run treaded tyres on the Pro Cut tyre. You? You're on slicks. Yeah. Um, I say, obviously, if the rain fell on how much it did last year, uh, we should be okay. Um, and also, it's kind of a, that's a lot easier on the body. So you can still pound around and, and it's a lot as ferocious on the body. Uh, but again, that is all dependent on weather. But end of July, 
surely the weather must be lovely. We're in the UK. We're in the UK. Anything could happen. And it's up north. <laughs> and it's up north. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, it, it, I think it, it's hard for people to fathom the attempt that you're trying to do here. I mean, it is it is a task. It is a task if you think about it, because Teesside as well, it's a bumpy circuit. It's not smooth. It's it it's a challenge in its own. Like a ninety a one hour race around there alone is is effort, and adding another twenty three hours on top of that, you know, it's a lot to think about in terms of preparations for yourself. What are, what what are we doing in terms of you know fitness wise? Is it like you're saying that the neck's fine, the uh, the upper body's fine, but the hands are a, a a big factor as well. What are we doing there? Yeah, well, I've got some. I went out and bought uh, weights, um, and that's in the garage. So after, like later on today, I'm going to be having a workout, which I do do every day, which is good for me, keeps me fit as well. Um, but yeah, just try and do some hand um, workouts. Like you've got the grips, and you can just constantly gripping. Uh, just again, just to create more strength in your hands. But you can have strength in your hands, and then you're going to bleed, and then you've got to think about what you're going to start blistering. Um, mm-hmm. So you just got to kind of prep every way you can. So oh, yes. I know I... that I'm ready. So I don't want to. I don't want to. If I'm if I'm fully prepared and it doesn't and it doesn't come come out at the end of the 24 hours, then but I know deep down that I was fit enough and ready. And hope um, I know that's the best I can do. It's just I'll go in there fully prepared, fully fit, ready to go, and I know that I'll be fine. It just all depends on the, on the day. Uh, that's all I can do, really. Um, it's just like I say, you're relying on Mother Nature, really. Yeah, you got that one. And in terms of the motivation behind doing this, what what what's making you want to actually attempt this record as well? Um, well, Howard Kamen done it many years ago in Hire Car. I can't remember what the year, but he don't help for heroes. And me and Hal will go back a long way in Club 100 days. And I said, I've always wanted to do that. Um, so it was kind of like a bucket list, if you like. But unfortunately, um, my niece, Dottie, um, September 2020, she was diagnosed with a, uh, a brain tumour, uh, inoperable brain tumour, uh, 2020. And um, obviously, as you know, just... The family all broke down and it was very hard. We were trying to support her as much as we can. And then January 2021, uh, my stepmother, uh, Julie, she uh, she was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. So obviously we're going through Dottie and then obviously Julie came, uh, Julie's ovarian cancer. It was, just, it was horrible. It was a very hard 18 months for the family. We all tried to put in together. Um, so then I thought, you know what, this is the time. You know, I think it was kind of like a sign, this is the time. I know Ian Williams attempted it last year. Um, so I thought, right, this is the time to go, right, you know what, let's get back in the go-kart, let's raise some money um, and do it for Dottie's Journey, um, who I'm doing it for, Dottie's Journey's Trust um, for and uh, Ovarian Cancer Action. Mm, brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. A great cause to do it for as well. And of course, very close to your heart and of course, close to the family as well. So I think the, the motivation behind this is, is really going to push you forward during those those late hours in the night. Of course, when it does get to like that four, three o'clock in the morning mark, it usually does take the best out of people, really, doesn't it? But... Yeah, it does. It does. But at the end of the day, like, uh, my, uh, my, my niece has just finished um, uh, 18 months of chemo. At the end of the day, I kind of look at it as in, like, if she can do 18 months of chemo, she's now five years old, if she can do 18 months of chemo, I can drive 24 hours in a go-kart with no problem. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Um, my stepmom, she's now, uh, she's uh, fully recovered. Um, she's um, she's now all clear, got the all clear, uh, which is fantastic. We caught it at the right time. But obviously, Dossie, regarding Dossie, she's, um, uh, she's going to have it basically forever um because she is an inoperable uh so it's just or unless we find a, tr- a future treatment so hence obviously the money that we raise is basically for future treatment care for for when she gets older and 
where can people go to help donate and hope uh, help towards this uh, achievement that you're trying to make here today uh, this weekend yeah um again it's all on my instagram um that is joe patterson racing um then you've got my facebook page again joe patterson racing uh but or the link uh which i can send over it's mm -hmm. uh gofundme.com uh forward slash uh, Guinness World Record Attempt 2022. Oh, we'll put. I think we'll put all the links to everything like that in the descriptions of the YouTube video if you're watching this. If you listen to the podcast uh, online or on Spotify or anything like that, I'm sure if you head over to the YouTube, we'll, we'll have the links available to all of that. But uh, Henry, any final questions that you've got? Well, I mean, obviously it's, it's an inspiring, you know, it's an inspiring story and something, somebody doing something positive out of something, you know, terribly negative. Um, I have to say that you, you sound as though the 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 preparation side of it um is 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 spot on you know you've mm. got you've got mm. you've got a plan you know you, you, you've got a target of a lap time one thing i mean okay you said about you wanted to go out and do as much as you can in the first 12 hours and then have a break and you know take have like you know maybe see if you can figure out if you can take 45 minutes here and this is this might sound stupid but if you if all goes well and you get to hour 22 and you break the record do you finish the race or do you think no i'm i've done i've done the record i've done what i needed to do i've, I've broken the record i'm 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 gonna stop would you carry on and, and see the checkered flag 100 percent. the end of the day you're a racing driver you always want to see the, uh, the checkered flag and my aim of the game is not just to beat it by a mile and then go, right, I'm calling it a day. I want to smash it. Um, so one, it can't get broken again, uh, hopefully. <laughs> and also, again, it's just the whole point of it is you, you, you the checker flag drops and you start the race. You want to see that check, uh, your, uh, you want to see the checker flag at the end. Um, and you want to get that. And I suppose if you going. absolutely smash it by, you know, mm many many miles you you think well, I, I cannot possibly ever do this again i i have done you know so you, you, you you've done it as you oh, I, 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 do it it <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I haven't even done it yet and i don't want to do it um <laughs> no, at the end of the day it's all about raising money uh yeah. it's, that's the, if i get the guinness world record um that's a bonus uh but at the end of the day it's all about raising money and yeah um if we get the guinness world record it will be a bonus but it's just all about the family coming together. That is the whole point. It's the karting family, karting community, all coming together, doing it all. They are, they'll understand. They all get it, uh, what we're doing. Um, and it's just, it shows you how good the karting community is. And we all come together at hard times, tough times. So, yeah. fingers crossed, it all, yeah. all, it all goes swimmingly. <laughs> well, yeah. Best of luck to you. Best yeah. luck to Thank you, you very it's, much, uh, guys. You know, no, I hope exactly. that uh, you, you, raise, you raise an awful lot of money and uh, that, uh, yeah, that, Everyone in your family is 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 well and can enjoy watching you smashable record. Thank you. Yeah, well, Dotty will be there on the weekend, uh, on the weekend of the race. So uh, she'll be like, uh, so she, if anyone wants to come up to her and say hello, uh, we've got stickers, uh, badges that we're going to be giving out. Um, and again, put it on the go kart. We just like say it's all about Dotty, and also it's about raising awareness as well uh, yeah. on on it all. Because God forbid if it happens to anyone, it's all about raising awareness for Dotty as well. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, Joe Patterson, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to uh, chat to us today. You can catch all the action from the British 24 hour. That'll be taking part on the 29th and 31st of July this year. You can be involved with that one. Of course, the links for all the um, uh, Trust Giving pages will be in the description below. But yeah, Joe Patterson, thank you so much for joining to us and we wish you the best of luck for your uh, yeah. record attempt. Good luck. Thank you, guys. Much appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll now move on to the news. And, yes. well, news from all over the world, of course. Uh, we've Lots got of Formula news. One news, we've got karting news, we've got all sorts of news. I'd like to kick start off with uh, a bit of F1, because I know everyone wants to get that out of the way. Miami has just been at the day of recording, um, and we saw the fabulous Marina. Um, the yes. Marina that never was. The Marina that never was. The I mean, we, we were at, we were at PFI, oh, which does memes. have a real Marina. We do, yeah. You know, yeah. We, we, were, little... we were coming to the British Championships to have, have, have some real Marina, unlike yeah, yeah, uh, Miami. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but, but more importantly than the fake Marina, yes. 
I do believe, Anthony, that you have been staring at men's bottoms. Well, I woke up this morning, unfortunately. Uh, through no fault of my own, I woke up this morning, scrolled through Instagram, came across a, a, a chap that most people will know, Valtteri Bottas, who seems to enjoy... Yes, Valtteri Bottas, I think, uh, is uh, coming to mind with this chap now. But, uh, yeah, he's uh, posting pictures of that. So I don't don't know what the, uh, the, the meaning behind uh, the... the, the why he's doing it, but uh, hey ho, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. And Finnish love the Finnish people love saunas. They do, and yes. they wear very little in their saunas. So I think, maybe uh, it's got something to do with that. I think after Drive to Survive, and uh, it came out on there. I think, I think, yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's now everywhere, isn't it? Which or is, is it a secret coded message to Mercedes that this is the part of Valtteri Bottas that Mercedes is going to be looking at most of the season? <laughs> I don't know. Bizarre. Well, no, his, his, the back end of it. Well, yeah, no, 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 yeah, you, yeah make a, uh, you make a valid point there. Yeah, so uh, that's, 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 yeah. That's, that is what it is. It is what it is. I woke up to that yes. and I was very, right, okay. <laughs> Wait, well, unfollow you, 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 you Stop, stop right there. You were very what? I, um, well, we got some karting news. Lots we do, lots yes, of karting yes, news. Um, mm. Right, should we start? Well, I mean, this is an international uh, sort of flavoured show. Mm. So, I mean, obviously we've had the second round of the European Championships, which we're going to yeah. be hearing from uh, Joe Turney a little bit later on. I mean, Joe won that at Zuera. Um, it's now at the halfway point of the Senior OK and the Junior OK Championships. But significantly, there was a first win in OK Junior for Nathan Ty mm. for the Sony Kart team, uh, who we know very well from uh, these shores. And Zach Drummond... Last year's British Cadet Iami champion was sixth overall. And we've got a great, great situation in the European Championships, in the FIA European Championships, where Joe Turney leads senior and Nathan Ty leads junior. So that's really good. Um, we've, we've also had loads of drivers in action in the first round of the Rotax Euro Trophy. The Rotax Euro Trophy again. Now, my correctness, they, they went pay-per-view on the street. I believe they did. Yeah, interesting. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why, but they did. Yeah, um, okay, it's yeah, what it I'm is. Not, uh, is it is what it is. Yep, but they it did. Is what it is. But once again, in Europe, in Rotax, Brits are smashing it. Mark Kimber mm. won the DD2 final. He's leading the DD2 championship. It's only the first round. Um, in juniors, Ethan Jeff Hall won and is leading the championship. Scott Marsh second. Second in the championship, Vinnie Phillips is third in the championship. So in juniors, British drivers one, two, three. In now in senior, we've got British drivers first, third, fourth, and sixth. Sean Butcher is the, the, the current championship leader. Kai Hunter's third. Lewis Gilbert's fourth, and, and the reigning European champion Callum Bradshaw only sixth. Now mini Max, we've got Albert Friend and Rory Armstrong competing. Now they compete in cadets in the UK. And you think, well, why are they not competing mini in Europe? That's because European rules state yes. that you're allowed to move up a, a year earlier than you are in um, in the UK. So it's a little bit confusing. But Rory Armstrong is fourth in the championship, and little Albert Friend is is tenth. Uh, Iami Euro Series not going quite as well in the Iami Euro Series this year. I think that's a reflection of maybe X30 in the UK taking a bit of a dip. I mean, in senior X30, I mean, if you're at the halfway stage of the Iami. X30 Euro Series. The second one was at Marienborg in Belgium just recently. Oliver Greenall, he was sixth. He's the best of British drivers in seniors. He's a former uh, junior uh, and mini X30 champion in the UK. He's only 15th in the championship. That's the best British place driver in the seniors. Uh, junior X30, Cathal Clark uh, is, was, was fifth in the final, but Henry Jocelyn is the best placed British junior X30. And of course, he's going to be in action very soon in the CIK Academy representing uh, Great Britain. Um, Jocelyn and Macaulay Bishop, third and fourth in the points, but they're within within 10 points of the championship leader at the halfway stage of the season. So that's, you know, really promising. Mini X30, again, you've got a situation where there's loads of drivers that we see in the UK in cadets, but racing in Mini X30 in Europe. But I mean, Henry Domain, second in the championship. Vinny, uh, Jesse Phillips, third in the championship. Uh, Joshua Graham, sixth in the championship. Kit Belofsky, eighth in the championship. So we've got four British drivers, five British drivers, with Antonio Rakowski as well, in the top 10 in mini X30. So things looking very strong in some X30 classes, but not all. And in Rotax, well, Britain just keeps on smashing it all the way through. You know, fantastic. Easily the strongest Rotax nation at the moment, UK. 
Yeah, definitely so. Definitely so. No, they said, the FIA did. Oh, sorry, the FIA have punished Artem mm. Savrukin. Yeah, they have. Um, he was disqualified from Portimao, so he's he disqualified was. from uh, the uh, the first round of the European Championships. Mm-hmm. He's had his license taken off him from the Italian. Um, he did. Now the Italian Federation. Now he's, I got. The FIA put out a press release saying that they were going to have a hearing on April the twenty-first, where they were going to, you know, have a, co- have a have a phone call with Artem, and d- basically dish out his penalties. Mm. They haven't then released anything official from that meeting. They've and not, so, have they? Yeah. Which is a bit disappointing, really. I mean, so we don't know. I mean, obviously, he, he hasn't got a license, and he can't get a license, uh, a Russian license, because no one from Russia can get a license yet. So his suspension is really open-ended. We don't know when he's going to be back. I'm sure he will be back, you know, at some point, but we don't know when. But, of course, that was good news for Joe Turney, who was uh, you know, moved up from second to first uh, in the results for Portimao. Mm. Um, but that's, that's, it. that's it for the foreigners, I think. But best of British, Anthony. We've had indeed. the first two rounds of the Motorsport UK British Kart Championship. We have we? indeed. Yeah, Rx30 kick-started the season at Shennington for their round one. And, of course, we've just had, of the date of this recording, we've just had round one for Rotax and Honda as well. Of course, KZ2, of course, for their first round at Shennington as well. But, uh, yeah, a, a fantastic weekend. Now, you were talking about Henry Jocelyn, of course. He's doing fairly well overseas, um, but then did quite well here in the British Champs as well. Took the win in his yeah. class in Junior X30. So, you know, he, he's doing absolutely fantastic job here around overseas as well isn't he that that final race of the season so far mm, mm. Uh, the junior x30 final from shennington i would advise you to go and check out check it out on the alpha live youtube channel and yep. watch it it was superb i mean we had kit Belofsky won in iami mm. uh cole denham his first win in he Honda. Did. Yeah, so, yeah yeah man of many words cole first, denham yeah yes we had we had but we had a first win for scott marsh in minimax mm. uh, harry burgoyne jr is trying to do a dan ginchard he's trying to do both junior both. x30 and junior rotax he won junior rotax second in x30 so he's leading both championships at the moment uh Callum bradshaw's back in the uk he won senior rotax uh in junior tkm leon frost took his first win and chris Whitten won in tkm extreme He's one of the most decorated TKM Extreme drivers in the history of the British Championship over the last five or six years. Um, Harry Platten scored his first win in Senior X30. That's good for the hair. <laughs> and we had a great KZ2 final with uh, James Glenister coming out on top. So, yes. I mean, I have to say, I mean, the Shennington's, the finals were better at Shennington. The PFI mm. finals, the Rotax classes, apart from Minimax, they were a little bit sedate. They, they were quite tame, weren't they? Much tamer than I thought they were going to be. I mean, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Well, it shows that when PFI hosts the last round of the championships, the mm. racing is off the scale. Oh, it's brilliant. I think that this is the drivers are all starting the season and they've all got a, a, a lot more to lose. Mm. So they were all, you know, a little bit circumspect, I think. Mm, maybe, yeah. I mean, because like you said, yeah, PFI does bring out the best in everyone in the terms of racing. I mean, you get some fantastic oh, yeah. races. I mean, all you have to do is look back at some of the Cartmasters rounds and the Afterlife Future Channel, some, some, some of the some final of, rounds for the, the British champs. You'll ever see. You know, yeah, and there'll be some of the, yeah, they are some of the greatest you'll, you, you'll watch. And yeah, I just feel like I was, I was hyped up for some epic racing. And I just feel like it was good racing. Don't get me wrong, but it was just it just seemed quality, a bit, it was it was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, some excellent driving. The quality of the entries is mm. second to none. It's better mm. than ever. I mean, the senior Rotax grid in the UK is 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 is, is so good. It's world class. Mm. And the same can be said for juniors. I mean, there were sixty juniors yeah, uh, yeah. entered. Um, and and but I mean, but a lot of that has got to do with the fact that you know Harry Burgoyne and Strawberry Racing. And Callum Bradshaw on Strawberry Racing have absolutely nailed mm. the the setup, and it's just working really well. Yeah, they were they did. So we drive. didn't see as much overtaking because you know they were absolutely on the money. Yeah, they were. You did see those two just kind of drive away for the majority of the races. So you know you can't be mad at that at all because they they got it right, and you can't yeah, fault no, someone for getting it right at all. Um, you know, it is just it is what it is. So. You know, it, I mean, does that maybe, does this shake it up maybe going into the second round for them? Thinking that, you know, teams are going to have to step up a little bit? Well, I mean, 
the next round for the Rotax class is at Lark Hall yeah. in Scotland. That's a very, very different proposition. That's a real handling track. Mm. It's less about power. It's more about you know the, the, the driving and getting the apexes, the corners, the elevation changes. So we are going to see... Uh, uh, oh, the, yes. the, the script is going to be flipped mm. a little bit. I, th I think so, because... You have to remember, you think turn one at PF5, very fast corner, very uh, very technical. Turn one at Lark Hall, that's another story, because that's what, a one, yeah. two, triple apex it's corner, like a, it's really? Like a it's triple like, apex corner, then you go down the hill, then you've got the yeah. new section, then you're going back up the hill, and yeah. then you've got oh, yeah. it's, it's gradients. It's so yeah. fast, that first section of track. And then, you know, so that's going to be a real real one for drivers to to get themselves nailed around but you got to remember last year i think it was x30 who were at lark hall it wasn't the road taxer at lark hall and bookoin jr won there as yep. well so you know he's not slow uh, especially yeah, within it's, the it's a perfect, uh, it's a perfect opportunity too. for him to really perfect. sort of yeah mm. put a put a stamp on the championship mm. um we, we do have one you know, there's obviously one more bit of news that we have to share. A sad bit of news. Obviously, a lot of people will know that the British karting scene has been, uh, has been, you know, in mourning in the last month or so with the loss of Ashley Todd, um, very suddenly and tragically. Uh, Ashley was the importer for the Kart Republic brand. He was a key member of the Argenti motorsport team, and he's he's been in in, in racing and karting, you know, not just in the UK but all over the world for for more than 20 years. Um, he used to run Matthew Graham, his AMT racing team, around Matthew Graham. Um, uh, for a long time um, and, and Mash was also part of the team that helped Tom Joyner win the 2013 FIA World Karting Championship um, I know that everyone, everyone in the paddock has been feeling his loss uh, you know very keenly and just uh, you know it's uh, as are we mm. so um, yeah unfortunately that's uh, that's that's not the not the happiest note to end the, the news on but uh, yeah we, we would be remiss of us to not mark his passing by mentioning and paying tribute to uh, a great 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 man yeah exactly that i think that's uh, very well said on to our second guest of the alpha live podcast we've got mike hitchcock joining us mike firstly how are you today i am doing well thank you yeah it's a beautiful day in switzerland and uh, the first of the summer i believe so yeah it started well and uh, it's still going well weather's nice and How are you? i'm very well thank you yeah i'm very well <laughs> thank you very much uh weather's nice and sunny today it's been raining and miserable here at wilton mill today it's been uh, yeah oh. not the best not the best weather but uh, hey ho it is what it is um mike <laughs> uh, of course you you're a big name in the sort of karting world you know you're racing in the rotax td2 masters championship and the swiss championships under the uh, the kart shop team uh, you gave your recent first go in the uh, the Rotex Grand Finals as well in Bahrain in 2021. Uh, I kind of want to kickstart off with that, I think, firstly. Mm -hmm. What sort of experience must have that have been? Uh, it was a ridiculous experience. Uh, incredible. I'd, uh, I'd never expected such a huge event to to be pulled together like that with drivers from around the world i mean what's it 69 different countries in about the 69 nations yeah yeah it was yeah quite a few yeah nations um six categories i think there was a seventh which was the uh the new e-class yes yeah, so he had junior senior yeah. mini micro dd2 dd2 master and e20 so the new electric uh, rotax yeah. yeah so yeah quite yeah. a few but so massive absolutely huge mm. I can imagine. And, uh, yeah, we were all pulled together in one huge tent. So the atmosphere in there when everybody's getting ready to go or coming back from their races. It, uh, and as the, the week goes on, it's such a long, long week. It's like six, mm. you're at the track for six days. And they're long days um, because you're, yes. <laughs> you're only on track for a few, few minutes, uh, 10 minutes, eight, 10 minutes uh, per session and three sessions a day. So you're there for the whole day waiting for your, for your session. So, you know, mm. the, the, the atmosphere builds and it continues to build over the over the course of the the event and uh, obviously yeah crescendos at the end with the finals so yeah amazing event recommend it to uh, anybody yeah definitely so you got to get there first you got you to get the ticket to get there, there don't yeah. you yeah you yes. can't just rock yeah. up unfortunately no. yeah <laughs> you have to you have to win an entry to it but uh, yeah about the weekend because like you said it's a very long weekend lots to think mm. about lots to go through but like you say you're only on track for a short amount of time 
Now mm. you have the huge awning, the, the the big tent where every all the competitors are in there. What what was it like in there? Because I can imagine very noisy, very busy. Uh, was there lots of driver banter in there as well? Uh, there was. I mean, um, you know, you're you're next to other other teams, other mm. countries. As you've got visitors coming in, um, it's very loud. Um, but it all makes makes you know adds to the atmosphere. Um, and as I said, when the, when you're getting ready for the sessions, you're you're pushing your cart out and you're you're meeting the other drivers from your from your class, and you know, you're 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 joining them on on the journey to the grid for you know your next session or your next race. So mm. yeah, you can you can feel the the tension build, and you know it's a, it's a great feeling when you obviously then get to the get to the track and you you do your you have your event and you finish and come back it's yeah roller coaster of uh i was gonna say emotion perhaps a bit cliched but um but yeah it's a it's a yeah special feeling that's for sure yeah definitely so i mean the and, race uh, also Go because it was on the weekend sorry it was on the weekend of the Abu Dhabi grand prix the final yes. when it was a showdown between lewis and and Max and don't want to obviously enrage the public. <laughs> everything, everybody stopped what they were doing and were staring at the screen because yeah. the big screens in the tent. And yeah, obviously the Hamilton Hamilton fans won't like it, but the the tent erupted as uh, Max stuck it down the inside. Um, I didn't celebrate, but um, yeah. That was that was interesting. It was nice to have it on that weekend, that's for sure. It it all stayed it all stayed like civil and calm though in the in the tent. There wasn't any no fights broke out after the F one no, results. No, <laughs> no, I can imagine all above board. Good, excellent to hear. I mean, and the the final race, of course, for yourself as well. I've finished eighth, so eighth fastest in the world, of course. Mm. Thirty three drivers took to that final. I think out of the thirty six, think three didn't even start the race on that one. But mm. you know, a, a fantastic race it was. I was I was actually just watching it back again because I was watching it live on the on the time but I was just watching it back a moment ago hearing Henry Burdett's voice as he's been commentating for yeah. five days straight I think he was knackered the poor <laughs> chap but uh, again the uh, the actual the running of it it was just it looked like such a an immense sort of situation to be in knowing that you're racing for a world title as well mm. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what I, what I was, uh, you know, uh, alluding to earlier. It builds up over mm. the course of the event, and on the on the final, you you grid up on the on the grid, um, which is another. It just adds to the the build up of the pressure, and um, yeah, my first, obviously my first world final. Um, so yeah, pressure and nerves were at the max, um, but uh, yeah, obviously when the when when you're doing the, the formation lap for the warming up lap, you just go into the normal race mode and you, you got, you got to give it your best. Yeah. So, uh, and obviously it'd gone really well in every, every heat for me up until that point. Um, and I could taste, you know, I was at the front, you know, second row at starting, um, P4 and obviously had a plan to take, to try and take the lead as, uh, as you would from that. that oh point. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it didn't go according to plan, though. The the guy in front of me didn't go uh, at the start, so uh, had to go to a plan B, which I made up uh, as I was going along. But um, but yeah, it was an awesome fight in the in the the twenty two laps. I think that was a long final. Uh, yeah, um, I, th I think twenty. Yeah, I think it's twenty one laps. I think was the final. But yeah, laps, it, uh, yeah, but I think you did twenty two because oh, you had a false start anyway. So yeah, there was a false start yeah. in your race. So yeah, yeah. 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 So you did 22. 22. You're right. You're right. Yeah, 22. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, it, it is absolutely fantastic. I've not been out for the World yeah. fi uh, Grand Finals myself. I'd love to go out. So it's uh, Portimao, hopefully. Fingers crossed I'll be out there. So mm. hopefully you'll be out there too. Yeah. Uh, now let's talk a little bit more closer to home for yourself because obviously the Rotax mm -hmm. Max Swiss Championship, Alpha Live broadcast the mm -hmm. first round and of course of that one. Uh, an absolutely fantastic run and a great show. Reigning champion yourself as well in that. Um, mm -hmm. How does that feel knowing that, you know, you, you, you're hold the swiss uh championship title for rotax yeah i mean uh it's it's super special it's kind of a bit surreal because um it's my first it's, it's my second championship that i've competed in uh in my time in karting the other the other years i was doing sort of odd races so to to start the start a championship and end as as swiss champion is uh yeah it's a unique feeling um 
and uh, yeah, it feels great. Obviously, getting back to the track and defending defending that title. Mm. Um, so trying to avoid thinking that there's more pressure on me this year than last year. Um, so yeah, I'll just attack it as normal and uh, just have fun. I mean, I think it's easy to forget sometimes that it is, uh, you know, a luxury sport, and for most for most drivers, it is um, you know a hobby, even if you're fighting for a for a world title. So uh, mm. so yeah super important to remain um yeah that frame of mind have fun yeah yeah definitely so, and I, I think a lot of people do forget that in in cutting that mm. it is it is supposed to be fun yes okay it can be a serious mm. sport and a lot of people do take mm, it seriously but th there is that fun aspect of it and i do mm. feel like some people do lose that which is a which is a huge shame but in terms of cutting in itself how did it become a part of uh, who you are of what you wanted to be where did it all kick start for you in karting um, it's probably when <clears throat> I used to go to uh, uh, Brands Hatch and Silverstone with my dad when I was a little boy, and um, he he liked his his cars as well. He'd obviously take me for for rides, and I just loved cars, um, as most many young boys mm. uh, do. And um, I think I must have seen some carts going around the track, and was fascinated. And uh, since, you know, I can remember I've wanted to have a go. And, uh, and yeah, I think 12, when I was 12 years old, I had a go in uh, sort of some indoor indoor carts. And, yeah, it just kick-started an obsession, really. A healthy obsession, I'd, I'd like to add. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it just kept stepping up from, um, yeah, like corporate karting to where I did sort of a small championships when I was, yeah, 12 to uh, Club 100. I did a few... Uh, mostly it started with endurance racing mm -hmm. um and then i did the the buKC um british karting championship and uh then uh, more more pro karting in the endurance championship the the bpec it was called at yeah, the time. yeah 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 um and uh, obviously did quite a few 24 hour races that was a great team team uh, team effort uh, with some friends from uni and yeah i just decided uh, i wanted to try sprint racing and then i switched to sprint racing in 20 uh, 2012 um and then 2014 i'd won the um the tkm interclub championship um and that's when i started uh, working for formula one so i had to park my my karting boots wow. um 2014 <laughs> and well they were there um still taunting me yeah um and then uh, yeah I got back into it again for 2017 and obviously moved to Switzerland uh, 2019 um, and had to continue. Um, and that's when obviously um, Corona hit. So that put a stopper on some things. Oh, we need uh, to forget about that. <laughs> Didn't yeah, happen. <laughs> yeah. Featured in there though, I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, 2021 was, was a season. I thought, you know what, let's give it a go all out um see what we can do that's mega and uh yeah the the, the dd2 championship is is quite popular in switzerland um mm. is there's not any i don't think dd2s in in england no um, no 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 i don't believe there is any so no it's uh yeah no it, it's it's absolutely fantastic like it sounds like you know going from that sort of rental side of it you know club 100 um mm. bukc you know there's a lot of drivers who are in that now who race in it and you always think oh where where can i go from here sort of thing well i mean all you have to do is is, is look at mike hitchcock you know he, he's gone from that yeah. to you know to racing in the rotex match grand finals so you know it, it, it is one of those things that it can still happen uh, you know you just Absolutely. gotta you gotta put the effort into it and i mean what, what sort of advice would you give to uh, you know the drivers from club 100 who are racing there now or or bukc yeah i mean um my advice would be find um go to uh, go to one of the circuits in the uk that are running the club meetings for sprint racing um find find a you know go and talk to the teams find make some contacts um see how much it costs and try and put a budget together um to see how many races you can do if you can do a championship or if you can just start with uh you know just club rounds um mm -hmm. It's obviously expensive, and it is. It pays to make sure you can afford to do the level that uh, that you want to do. So, you know, it starts with making a budget. 
so that you don't get those big bills at the end and think, oh no, I can't, I can't afford this, and then it makes it stressful. Um, so you want to alleviate that stress and put the budget together, speak to speak to teams, um, find out what uh, what you can afford, because um, uh, budget does dictate, unfortunately, what it mm. is or how you can how you can start mm. um, moving up that ladder. Um, and uh, yeah, pers- persevere. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is a it is a, a very busy, it is an expensive sport, no matter how much you say, mm-hmm. oh, you know, this is a cheap championship, it's a cheap championship. But at the end of the day, it does cost and it is one of those things and it's one of those things that lingers in the back of a lot of people's minds. Um, now, obviously, we were saying that you were working with uh, the Formula One, you were with the um, Alfa Romeo team who are based in Switzerland itself. Uh, you know, the season itself looking good so far this year, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely uh, going going really well. Um, I think po- possibly better than expectations. Mm. Uh, and we've got obviously Bottas um, doing doing a great job, and we've got Joe who's who's also doing a good job, but seems to be uh, just on the receiving end of some bad luck. So as soon as that that luck can change, then I think we're going to be can be very strong and have some good good results from both drivers. Mm. Um, so yeah, already. Uh, a race five which is crazy considering uh it's only been a couple of months so um yeah race six barcelona next week um mm. double header with monaco um so yeah it's uh it's it's rolling it is rolling isn't it a busy old week um we are yeah. vastly running out of time one more thing <laughs> just to get you off now just to speak about this a little bit before you hadn't seen it yet Valtteri Bottas's latest Instagram post what do you think <laughs> oh wow well um uh, yeah it's uh, it's quite shocking but uh, I, I think um it's on point with uh he's know, expressing he's like, himself his he's expressing himself and yeah. uh, he's obviously um, spurred on by the fact that he's his previous uh, I'm not sure what I can say his previous team perhaps uh, not quite as strong as they as they as they were so I don't know if he's if that plays a part but um, yeah he's obviously loving life and a great decision by him to to move and you know sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but he's definitely uh, on a high at the moment with uh, with that so yeah perhaps you can see more of these uh, these uh, <laughs> these pictures from from him hopefully not uh no (laughs) (laughs) no brilliant stuff uh mike thank you so much for taking your time out your busy schedule for chatting with us best of luck for the rest of the 2022 season and uh yeah huge thank you for yourself for your time thank you very much you're welcome On to our third and final guest of this week's podcast, or this month's podcast, I should say. Uh, we're here with Joe Turney, factory Tony Kart driver. Joe, firstly, how are you today? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Thanks for having me on. Uh, just enjoying a bit of time off at the moment at home. Bit of training and stuff like that. So, uh, no, I'm all good. Thank you. Yeah, a bit of time off, but we're going to take time out of your day to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. There we go. I'm sure you're appreciating this one. Oh, I could be could be playing games, racing games right now at home. But uh, no, there we go. Uh, Joe, uh, of course, a very busy person in your racing career at the moment. You know, very successful in your younger years of karting as well. Uh, talk us. How is uh, how's your how's your week been? How what's what's what have you been up to recently? Um, well, the last um, <clears throat> the last week I've been fairly busy considering I'm actually. Uh, not race myself, uh, a bit of training, as I said before. So just, um, yeah, bike riding, stuff like that down at the gym occasionally. Um, but last weekend I was actually working with an English team here, coaching some drivers, which is something that I'm able to do when I'm off, uh, off from racing myself. I like to help the younger drivers and, uh, that's what's been keeping me busy over, over the last week. So I might be back at another race this weekend in England doing that uh yeah but it's it's something that i enjoy and uh yeah so that's what's keeping me busy mm. can't get away from the tracks really can you but uh you know yeah. talk us about it because uh, like we were saying you you started karting from well a young age 10 years old but in terms of uk karting that's quite late in the game really isn't it what 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 made you start karting in the first place at that age well as a kid i was always into racing i didn't come from a racing family but I was from a family that liked to watch F1, so I grew up watching it, playing with cars and stuff like that. So 
I went first karting, as as you said, quite late. I think I was 10 when I went first corporate karting. I didn't start proper karting, let's say, until I was, um, until I was 11. So that is quite late because we have people now who... Uh, who are in junior categories even at 11 years old and they're racing carts with 30 horsepower and at that time I was still uh, corporate karting around my local track in Milton Keynes so yeah I, I did start late but it was I just wanted to go karting for fun at a birthday party that was what I wanted to do first of all and that and then it all sort of rolled on from there I started going a bit more regularly for fun doing quite well entered a, a small championship at the at the rental track and from there, it will snowboard into regional races, national races, and then international races. It's absolutely fantastic, isn't it? To go from corporate karting and then becoming, you know, international uh, competitor and, and winning championships, uh, to your name, all from, from, you know, a karting birthday party. I'm sure <laughs> that's quite an achievement in itself, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It, it happened over quite a short period as well. I think my first international race was in 2015 um, or 2016 at the Rotax Grand Finals, which I think, Henry, you were probably at. <laughs> He's nodding yeah, his yeah, head. I've, He's I've, nodding I've, his head. I've, I've, I've ahead because I'm, I'm going to bring something up there, but didn't you get excluded from that final? <laughs> oh, uh, Henry. Uh, in, in Sarno. I'm just poss possibly, there was some, there was some issue in the, in, in the, in the last race. I seem to recall that was most unlike you. <laughs> there were, I, th I think I may have excluded. I'm not sure. There was definitely a penalty. I had a crash with someone on the track. I remember that. Um, but that, that was a hard week. I had this, I had the speed to win it. My first international race, it was the, the grand finals. Yeah. I had the speed to win it. Um, and I had a crash in the final, uh, which makes it even more annoying when you're quick enough to win. So, but that that all happened in in the space of a few years, going from rental car into the national races. So, no, it, it it went it went well, let's say. And so you you started off. You went to a friend's birthday party. Is that right? It was mine. My birthday party. Oh, it was your, it was your birthday party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so I think we'd driven past the rental track a couple of times and I just, my mum was like, what what would you want to do for your birthday? I went with my sisters and, and one of my mates. Uh, there was only four of us. So we just went round and came back another week later or whatever and, and started from there. Yeah, I was going to say, because if, if you went to someone else's birthday party, you know, every time that you win, you win a major event, you need to go and thank that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thank, thank that mate. You know, because yeah. you had a birthday party there, that's what got me started. But I mean, you know, this year you've you've had it's been a phenomenal season for you. You know, uh, won the WSK Supermaster Championship, mm -hmm. two wins out of two. So in the FIA European Karting, you know, Karting Championship, uh, I think you got a perfect point score with two rounds to go. Um, it, it's really just everything is just even even that zone where you every driver has it where just it everything is just right. It clicks. You're in you're in that mm -hmm. you're in that zone. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I think uh, in every sport you have peaks and troughs really on, on your performances and when the team's doing well and when you're doing well. And uh, at the moment, it just seems like everything we've done this year has sort of turned to gold, really. Like, we can't think in the last seven races, we've been on the podium six times, which is, I don't think anyone's done that recently in any class. Um it's really difficult too. I mean, you can be the fastest at every race, but it doesn't mean that you'll be on the podium every race because things happen like that. But we've managed to, along with luck, good, good speed, um, experience and everything and the, and the team working well, we've managed to make sure that we're on the podium every time. Um, but yeah, as, as, as I say, you have peaks and troughs. And I think as I'm a bit older now, I realize that, that you can't win every single race that you go to. Mm. Um, but if, if, third's the best we can get we need to make sure we finish there and and that's what we're doing at the moment so okay the last two races we've won which is obviously great but we we don't expect that to keep happening every race we go to but we need to make sure that we're at the front as high up as possible so that we we come away with the championship which i think we can do mm. yeah i mean obviously because i think portimao at the first rounds there was you know obviously there was there's controversy over, over that event uh, and but you came away with a win you know, uh, Zwera, the last the last round of the Europeans. I mean, you were 
unstoppable. I think is is, is <laughs> one way to describe it. I mean, I know I know that it, it obviously it you make it you make it look easier than what it was. It must have been a, a really t- difficult you know weekend, but yeah, just from right. an outsider's perspective, watching it looked as though cart and driver and tires and engine were all working in perfect harmony, which is such a rare occasion to get everything clicking you know in that one event and it just showed that you yeah definitely yeah, yeah well we, we were at the track two weeks before we had a race there um not the not the fia european the champions of future race so it's, yeah. it's essentially a warm-up race and uh we only finished fourth in the final there um so obviously stopped we did we had a weekend off um but during that weekend the guys went back to the factory dino and the engines they they never stopped really so it's a big thanks to them that they were they went back and they spent the week that i was off they were working and making sure that the material was good enough to win which we went back the next weekend and we won every race and uh and the final so it's it's a big thanks to them because we we were only fourth at the weekend before not quite quick enough to win and then it it made it look like uh it made it look easy on the next weekend so Although I did my job the same as the weekend before, the, the difference was in the team, really. Mm. And it, it that must be a, a great feeling to be part of such an incredible team as well. Because, I mean, there'll be a lot of drivers who will watch this, you know, privateer drivers, maybe team uh, team drivers as well, who just don't know what the experience is to be like with such a, a prestigious team with with yourself. What, what does it feel to be part of the Tony Kart team? Well, yeah, that's the thing. It is a it is a fantastic experience to be with them. I've been with them three and a half years now, and um, I I basically just have full trust in the team. Like if I go to every race believing that we can win it, um, and if we don't win it, then I believe that we we can do the work, go into the next race, and be able to win that one. So it's it's something that you don't have with many teams that you can you can look at their results in the past. Um, you can see how much they've achieved so you can put full trust into that they want to get back to the front um and most of the times nine out of t- ten times they do end up back at the front mm. i mean like so i think 2020 you finished second in the world championships behind your teammates yeah. callum bradshaw um mm-hmm. yeah you know thanks for reminding obviously, me obviously well, well, <laughs> oh henry you've done it again well, you know, no, no. I mean, but now obviously you're the leader. I mean, you're the the, the, the lead, the leader of the, of the, of the Tony Kart team. I mean, there's got to be. I mean, I know a driver, and every driver says, "Look, we take one race at a time, and the next race, and the next race, and the next race." There's with how things are going so far. Is there a a, a small part of you that has just got that weekend in September at Sarno sort of circled in your mind, and sort of this yeah there's there's a thought about that that it's it's lurking somewhere in the recesses of your mind about what could be possible yeah of course i've won a i've won a title before an international title at the iami international final so i was was, that was a fantastic race you you and clayton ravenscroft at the end of that race the teammate for the kr sport team oh you know that was that was a fantastic I, I race. Very, I very almost didn't win it. I think it was zero point zero one four on the line or something. So uh, no, I still make sure Clayton knows about that. But, um, <laughs> I having won an international event, it, it's obviously nice, but the, I haven't won the official one yet. I haven't won the official world championship. So I've done it three years in a row now. Uh, the official world championship, uh, Alahama, I was quick enough to win blew up an engine in the fire in 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 one of the heats um portimao obviously very quick came second um and then last year uh we had a crash in a heat but i came from in the final 15th uh through to sixth we finished sixth from 15th so um it's it's a race that every year we go to and it feels different for a driver as well to go to the to the world championship um yeah, it's, it's just a weird sort of feeling you get when you go there. Every person is there to win. Uh, you know that, you know, every team is there to win. And where it's different to a European event, whereas in a European, you come second and you're happy because you've got the points, you go to the next round. With the World Championship, yeah. no one no one cares about being second. No one cares no. about being no. third. All right, I'm, I won, I got the Vice World Championship, which is great, whatever. But 
at the end of the day, no one remembers that. You, only people remember the first. So, uh, yeah, I need to, I need to get on the top of that one. That's, that's the plan. I can imagine because it's the same in the UK. You know, you get a lot of club championships and everything like that, but then everyone wants to race in the British champs. And then, yeah, that again is just another league to like the world championships. Cause like you say, yeah, it is, it is, cutthroat really isn't it at the end of the day you know everyone is there like you said to win and if you don't it, yeah. it becomes one of those things on your mind like you know i mean talk us through the challenges that you've had to go through in terms of you know, getting to where you've been to you know get to the try and get to the top because I, I suspect it's been it's been pretty difficult yeah definitely i mean the to to get to where i'm now it's it's taken a lot of up a lot of my life obviously a lot of my family's life uh it's taken a lot of money and resources to do it um so i'm really grateful for them it's taken a lot of time from teams that i've worked with to make sure that i'm i'm at the best which i can be to make sure the equipment's the best that it can be so i've had a lot of people give a lot of time and effort to me um so i'm extremely grateful for that um so yeah it's it's to get to the top of any sport it takes effort time money um so it's it's no different to any sport in in that sort of thing that you need to be committed and you need to put your life to it essentially mm -hmm. um henry any final questions that you've got well i mean i mean obviously just to wish you know joe the best of luck i mean mm. it just just goes to show that you know joe you you, you touched on it there that you're not from a, a wealthy family, you're not from a motorsports-based family, and yet through like hard work, dedication, talent, you are you, you can call yourself one of the handful of professional kart racers in the world. Mm. I mean, there's, there's a, I don't think I'm trying to think of another professional kart racer, a British professional kart racer at the moment. There, there might be one or two, but I mean, obviously, yeah. You, it's it just it goes to show it's quite an inspiring story it goes to show that yes you you can you know get there like you said obviously a lot of sacrifice and things like that but i mean yeah the, the yeah, life of, of a professional kart racer do you still pinch yourself sometimes when you say oh i'm yeah what's your job i'm a i'm a, I'm a professional kart driver yeah i think so like i mean sometimes i think even in zuera it's a bit weird i had a there was a few laps left and i knew i had a big a, a big gap behind and i knew that if, if everything stayed together and I didn't make a huge mistake, I was going to win the race. So whereas the tracks, you've got long straights, you have a lot of time to actually sit and think about what's going on. And I was actually sat there thinking, this, is, this isn't too bad, actually. Like, I'm, this is my job and I'm about to win this race. And uh, yeah. it will take me to the top of the European Championship. And it, you know, it was just a bit of a weird moment. I don't know why, why it sort of came into my head, but... Yeah, it is. Well, yes, Zuera is a very long track, and you, you know you're working you're working with KR Sport on the weekends, and obviously yeah. Jordan Chamberlain uh, is the head of the mm. you no know, heads up the Rotax arm of KR Sport, and yeah, sadly, unfortunately, Jordan knows all too well about uh, Zuera could be a long track, yeah. and if you take your focus off, you know, um, take take your focus off the racing line for one second, then a pesky little yeah. Dutchman called Nick de Vries can overtake you with half a lap to go. <laughs> <laughs> Wales is Wales could have had a world karting champion. Yeah, maybe maybe in the future. Maybe in the future, but just best of luck for the rest of the year, Joe. Yeah, yeah, we'll be watching. Nice one. Yeah, we will be watching very closely, Joe, when you progress this year. But thank you so much for taking your time out of your busy schedule to chat to us. Huge thank you to yourself, and like like Henry said, best of luck for the rest of this season, and for of course all the future seasons as well. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. Nice, thanks for having me on. Cheers. Well, there we go, Henry. We're at the end of the show already. It, it does it goes by quickly, doesn't it? But uh, yeah, a huge thank you to all yeah, of our guests. It was well, it has been a good one. international fl flinge to it. I don't know, if flinge is a real word. I'm sure it's a real word. International <laughs> flavour to it. But yeah, I, I, that I, I, works. we're into the we're into the real meat and bones of the season now. There's are, race, yes. there's loads of things going on. There's loads mm. of events coming up. You know, we're going to be with you. you know, this is this is now. Yeah, 
Mm. We're really into the, 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 the thick of the, the season. Love we it. are indeed. Huge thank you to our three guests, of course, Joe Turney, Joe Patterson and Mike Hitchcock joining us. And uh, again, we do wish them all the best in their upcoming uh, ventures out on circuit. Ladies and gentlemen, you must make sure you do stick with the Alpha Life YouTube channel as well, because yes. there is plenty of racing coming up. Warden Law for the British Car Championships. Myself and Henry will be there for uh, round two for the X30 oh, classes. Can't wait for oh, the can't the wait for the And I'm pretty sure that they've tarmacked their paddock now, so it's all nice yes. and lovely. So uh, it should be all good. Club 100 for the cadets at Buckwell Park. They're round one. First time they're going to be live streamed on the Alpha Live YouTube channel as well. So make sure you don't miss out on that one. Teesside Sprints. Mm, Teesside Sprints. Yeah, We're live again with Teesside Sprints. Chicken power. That's Would you like one? one? No, Teesside tea, tea tea is Middlesbrough. We can have a chicken parlo, which yes. is flattened, battered chicken, breaded with bechamel sauce on it and nine million calories in one sitting. Perfect. Sounds absolutely terrible. There we go. Oh, <laughs> you haven't lived, you haven't lived. But I mean, you mentioned about Club 100. Obviously, they're great, great news with the, the, the cadets, you know, that's an expansion for them. But also great news with Buckmore Park. Yes. You know, you know we're saying that, you know, the Medway Valley Cart Club. Yeah, yeah, they, they had their first club meeting not long ago again. So yeah, they're they're yeah, back racing. Really, really good to see. Yeah, proper open wheel karting. Of course, they, they did have um, their F100 classes go there recently as well. So they've, they're open wheel karting, but it's, it's finally yeah, good, good to see a karting car club. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Has it has been reborn indeed. So yeah, they're going to be back for that one. And of course, for any bike fans watching, MX Nationals, they're heading to Ling MX Track, of course, soon next weekend I'm pretty sure so uh, yeah make sure you subscribe for that one make sure you don't miss an out on it but uh, yeah plenty of action coming up on the Alpha Live YouTube uh, Henry isn't there yes there is um, you know just, just keep tuned and, and keep keep your comments coming in mm. if uh, obviously you're obviously listening on Spotify then uh, there's no comments but if you're watching this on YouTube or, or Facebook you know please keep your, your comments coming in saying you know what kind of guests you'd like to see because you know we need to to have feedback from from you guys the listeners yeah, the viewers yeah, so that we can provide the best mm. we continue to provide continue to provide continue. the best, best related podcast anywhere in the uk if not the, the world the world. world the world is not enough and that's the yeah the world is oh. not enough maybe the title of this podcast because it's been Ooh. international flavor oh i like that oh i looked the wrong way there we go maybe <laughs> <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thanks very much for tuning in with us. Uh, we'll be back next month with episode four. Bye.